All right, welcome back here on the Blitz 1170, streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app. I told you guys, here's the first little sign. Today, Kyle Shanahan was asked about Steve Wilkes coming back as the team's D.C., and uh, he mentioned basically no comment, and we will discuss that at a later time. The wheels are in motion. I fell into such a dream state last night, I allowed myself to think for a minute, you know, uh, Kyle could call Bill Belichick, and uh, he could come and be be their D coordinator, which is maybe one of the dumbest things ever, but would rule and might get me actually excited for the 2024 season instead of in the doldrums like I currently am. All right, um, we've got a snack coming up here in a bit. We've got John Holcomb in the 5 o'clock hour. But first... It is time for Fact or Fiction here on the Blitz 1170, where we do this every single week here on the show, where we take items and rank them as fact or fiction here on the Blitz. Uh, Would anyone like to start? I will give leeway to anyone that would like to go first. I'll fire away. If you have been on social media at all over the last 48 hours, a lot of it has been dominated by Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Fact or fiction? When next football season starts, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift will still be together. Ah, uh, I'm just going to go off of her... Uh, love history and I will say that she seems lovely people very much enjoy her long back but she also seems like the type that can't be pleased for a significant period of time and maybe gets bored easily Uh, I will say, and this is just my perception, I have no idea whether any of this is true or not, but in my very minimal analysis of Taylor Swift's relationships, I will say that uh, they will not be together. So, fiction, they will not be together by the time the new season starts. I say fiction as well. I'm I'm honestly surprised they've lasted this long. So, uh, I said fiction. I'm going to go fact. Even if they don't like each other. Oh, you think so? A week from now, they are pot committed at this point. <laughs> they are the biggest thing on the planet, right? Like, there's no way they're gonna, just going to let go of that even if they just reach a point where both have the ick. Are they I've... the most famous couple in the world right now? Yes. Ah, I don't know. Right now, yes. They're bigger than Beyonce and Jay-Z? At this moment in time, yes. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, right at, right at this moment. With him winning the Super Bowl, yeah. They're bigger than Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds, yes. even with Deadpool 3 coming out? Yes. They're not bigger than Zendaya and Tom Holland, are they? <laughs> Get out of here. There's no way. They're not bigger than John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. <laughs> Wait, they're together? Yeah. I might they're not even bigger than Megan Rapino and Sue Bird together. 
They are power couple number one right now. <laughs> There's no way that they're together at all. I just don't I don't see it happening. <laughs> all right. I'm going to go super sports talk on you here. Are you ready for this fact or fiction? Oh, yeah. The Kansas City Chiefs qualify as a dynasty. Fact or fiction? That's a fact. I've always felt like it takes three titles for the core of a group to qualify as dynasty, and they are there. So I think Sunday, Sunday stamped that in the book for me. Okay. Scott? Yeah, I say fact for right now. Yeah, three, three out of five, three titles, and with the way the NFL is structured, and yeah, I, I say they're a dynasty. I'm going to feel like Ben Maller that was screaming like, they should fire Kyle Shanahan like he was all last night. Um, I've always viewed sports dynasty, and it's hard to argue with the three championships. But to me, dynasty is a team or maybe even individual that dominates for an extended period of time. And five years is probably on the low side for me for them to qualify as dynasty and i know i'm coming across as a bitter you know what and i'll fully own that okay there's a part of me that yes i will i will let this factor in that two of their dumb titles are at the hands of my favorite team i think dynasty is subjective anyway but five years is kind of on the short side so i mean technically it's six right six straight afc championships Four Super Bowls, three Super Bowl wins. I don't even know if six is there, though. Like, maybe... And again, this is completely me and an arbitrary number. But if I were to say, they got to do it for seven, one, I sound ridiculous. (laughs) And two, damn it, that's kind of how I feel. So almost like I need a longer period of time. And I know, I know, three rings. Ah, I can't hear you, dummy. Got three rings in my ears. Yeah, I know. I Trust me, I know. But is five or even six long enough to qualify for that? I'm not so sure. That's why I will say no. They are not yet. Pretty good start, though. Not going to lie with the start. Pretty, pretty impressive. All right, Scott, go ahead. I think that's absurd. <laughs> All right, I'm going to stick with Super Bowl absurdity. Andy Reid is now the greatest coach in NFL history. Fiction. I'm, I, yeah, I'm going to take that one. Fiction. I mean, look, I, I think how, he went to, what, six NFC championship games with the Eagles? He did. One Super Bowl appearance. Then you add all the AFC championship games. And, I mean, there's he he's way up there. But... I mean, what Bill Belichick did, obviously, is the gold standard. And look, how about this? He's done it with what some people are calling the greatest quarterback ever at 28 years old, right? Joe Gibbs won three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks. Yes. I will say that is fiction as well, because uh, he's kind of in like... George Seifert range for me. You know, he's good, but... Oh, get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. The the saltiness. (laughs) You know, when Andy gets to Marv Levy quality, you know, then we can maybe have a discussion over this. 
Right, so everyone just needs to settle down, okay? Oh, you stumbled upon one of the greatest quarterbacks that have ever lived. Congrats. Go win a title without Pat. And then, and then let's see what happens. Same for Pat. He'll win a title without Andy. And see what happens there. So yeah, I'd put I'd put Andy somewhere in the Doug Peterson George Seifert range. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So I'll say fiction. <laughs> All right, I like to revisit some of these that we do as times change and and maybe we reshuffle the deck. So I asked this one a few weeks ago, and I believe we collectively said fiction. I'll ask again. OSU basketball will mm. win four or more conference games. They're halfway there. I believe at the time I still said fiction. We all said fiction. And yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm sticking with fiction. They've got BYU at Cincy, OU, UCF at Texas, Tech at home at BYU. God, they might beat Texas with the way things are going right now. Uh, I'm struggling finding two more out of that out of that bunch. It'll more than likely be a push, so they probably. But I'm still going to lean more towards fiction right now, especially if, if they have as ugly a game as what that was on Saturday. <laughs> that was atrocious. Have they still figured out how to close out games? Like, I mean, they did it once, twice. But is that enough uh, level of consistency to give you any type of hope that they could? What's yours, Scott? More than four, I say fiction. I think they'll get four. I think four it'll be a push. More. I, okay. Then I, I I say fact. I think they'll get four. Okay. I think they'll probably win Bedlam in Stillwater, and they may sneak another one somewhere to give them at four. I, I don't think they'll win more than four. Okay. I'm I'm going to do a 180, and I'm going to go fact. Oh, I think we'll look at you. More. I think they're going to get OU in Stillwater, like Scott. And I think I think there's another win in there somewhere. Look. Maybe UCF at home. Yeah, maybe at Texas. Just sneak one somewhere. Yeah. I think they'll get the, – I think it's OU, and they'll get one more. All right, uh, my final one is on the softball front. OU is projected to move into the new Love's Field 17 days from now. Have you guys seen the aerial shots of Love Field that have been on social? I think the official athletics department yeah. account tweeted mm -hmm. it out. Fact or fiction, they will meet that deadline. Because as of right now, I'm like... You're going to fix all of that in 17 days? I mean, I see how this state works on bridges and roads and stuff, <laughs> and I'm like, I, I guess there is absolutely more significance in a stadium project than anything else that we do in this state when it comes to construction, so maybe. But fact or fiction, they're going to hit that date and be in in 17 days for their debut. Give me a fact here. I think it will be done. And I think you bring up valid points in terms of road construction. And if this state has ever shown us anything, it's that, you know what? Our daily lives be damned. <laughs> we'll deal with the inconveniences. 
But don't let our sports fandom suffer in any way, shape, or form. No. They will have people out there working 24 hours a day, if necessary, to get that project finished in time. With the giant floodlights out there. Yep. So is that – I don't know. I, I guess I should have looked. Is are, are they putting in natural grass in that thing, or is that going to be an artificial? Has to be artificial, right? But man, it seems like you're sure, sure cutting it close, <laughs> even if it's artificial. Like, oh god! All right, Scott, I say fact. It's going to be close, and you might actually have paint drying on opening day. But I, I say fact. They work around the clock. They get it done. Oh, they're going to like Plank will walk into the booth and be like, Plank, don't touch the wall, yeah. bro. <laughs> like, don't lean up against you the can't wall. Can't sit there. <laughs> get, get it. Your shoulder will be like this. Off gray paint that we have for the for the press box that's inside here. Yeah, there'll be probably some gremlins, I'm sure. Uh, hell, they may even play in that thing, even if they can't get like the video board working properly. Plugging Which, in the electronics for the first time as everybody walks through the gate. Yeah, everyone walks in and they're like, has that distinct electrical burning smell. They're like, all right, play ball. <laughs> Props to them, by the way. The scoreboard. That is in the shape of the state of Oklahoma is pretty badass. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. That looks really, really freaking cool to separate yourself. All right. That will do it for fact or fiction. More. Oh, go ahead. Apologies. All right. My Rangers made the World Series. Pops Niners made the Super Bowl. Fact or fiction, Scott's Milwaukee Bucks will be in the NBA Finals. Go ahead, Scott. I'm going to say fact. I think as the season rolls along and Dame and Giannis, uh, they have more time together. And Patrick Beverly's, we've seen his influence already. They've held the last two teams they played, including the Nuggets last night, under 100 points. Um, it's going to be tough because probably, they probably won't catch the Celtics, so they probably won't have home court in the Eastern Conference Finals. But I, I say fact. I want you to know I'm rooting for you, okay? I, I, I'm rooting for the Bucks to make it. Here's what gives me pause, though. Two words. Doc and Rivers. <laughs> it gives me a little bit of pause, uh, but I want you to know I'm, I'm rooting for you. I may not always be paying attention because there I was last night needing something to make me feel better about myself, and you know what that something was? It was Wimby in less than 30 minutes going 27, 14, and 10. Just swatting the you-know-what out of everything in Toronto last night. Like, girl. Um, so I, I'm with you in spirit, but I, I have some pause. But I'll, I'll go ahead and say fact. They'll, they'll make it. Wait. <laughs> After all that, you, you looped back to fact? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I t look, I took a long road to get there. You started out like, I don't, I, like I'm rooting for you, but I don't think it's going to happen. I know. <laughs> so, okay. I just want uh, Scott to know I support him. <laughs> give me fact, baby. Giannis and Dame will carry them over the Celtics in the postseason, and they will represent the Eastern Conference. Will it be against the Thunder? Where's your rooting interest there, Scott? The better question is, how big of a hole would the NBA execs be punching into the wall for the TV with that? Oh my when you God, put those can two you markets? imagine that? It'd be okay. every conversation. 
every dumb I mean, show that we, Stephen A. Smith is on, every worst dumb show, finals match yeah, ever. Chris Broussard is yeah. on, like all of those dumb shows, all of them, all of them. The NBA needs to make a rule that small markets can't be in the finals. Yeah. There's Barkley talking about fat women and <laughs> insert city here. Like, yeah. You know, all of it. All of it. But that would be an intriguing. I mean, you look at. That would be a fun. That'd be fun. You look at the future of the league and. And legitimate, like, stars now. That, that yeah, one already has a championship. Two- and, and then the, the rest of it is like, you would feel a little bit awkward. Because clearly Oklahoma City in this area would have a lot of push and support for, for them to win a championship. But the national story it then becomes, we've got to get Dame a ring. That's the one mm-hmm. thing, right? The basketball-loving world, as much as they would hate the two small markets, at least Dame's there to try to get a, a ring. And you have two MVP candidates, SGA and yeah, Giannis. No doubt. No doubt. All right, that'll do it for Factor Fiction here on this Tuesday edition at uh, 430. We'll take a time out. We'll come back. Colby Daniels has the reins next. Don't forget a snack at 445 today. And also John Holcomb, the 5 o'clock hour here on the Blitz.